Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office, following our favorite characters from Dunder Mifflin and seeing all the wacky adventures they get into. I'm your host, Hilton Price. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Brian Sittler. Hello, Mr. Hilton Price. We made it. You ready to wrap up this season? I'm a little, I'm a little uh, torn because it's it's one of my favorite seasons of all time. But let's do it. All right, and uh, absolutely, we had to invite back our favorite guest, uh, who's watching favorite the guest. show more or less along the way as we I go am. through. She is Lacey Hunt. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for this one. Thank you. And this is just an absolute tour de force episode in so many ways. So yeah, critically acclaimed. Yeah, yeah, and and just emotionally powerful. So much of what we've been building to for the past 28 episodes is coming to a head right here oh, tonight. The yep. acting is so... It's what's not said that is so great about this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, they're really good with space on their uh, yeah on the, their silent pauses and awkwardness. The body language, the facial expressions. The vibes. Like mm-hmm. Just the energy you get from the whole thing. Yeah. And it's, of course, with... With the finale and the big uh, culmination of, of the Jim and Pam storyline at this point, you know, you know we're talking about them. But also, uh, just thinking about all those things about body language, about faces, Jan, oh, Ryan, oh, Kelly, right? Kevin. Yes, uh, yes. There's so much creed. I A mean, lot of expression in this. Exactly. Because it's the way it's shot. Because everybody's kind of off in the distance doing their own yeah. thing. Well, that's the, they're also all like drinking and stuff yeah. and being themselves and not... Mm-hmm. Down because they're at work. That's right. Great. Well, <laughs> Go ahead. And that's the thing too. You know, I, I I don't know what the situation was like on set if there was actually drinking. I assume there couldn't have been too much because these guys are acting. They're they're right, at right, work right. professionals. But they captured that. Like yeah. we felt like the, oh, yeah. everyone here was a little looser than usual. There was definitely that that um, lubrication of alcohol oh. clearly mm. on display. <laughs> Something's going on. That's great. Great. I need to check the commentary to see if they have any. If anyone, on that. yeah, maybe. Was if, anybody? Did they at least do know, a shot and they started the set or something? You know, it's uh, casino night. Yeah, <laughs> but they they it, and they all played it off so good. And of course, we'll we will get to to Jim and Pam, and we're going to talk at length about that. Well, there's two love triangles going on. There's almost th- three. Yeah, it's... almost three. You know, because they, 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 you've got the one between Dwight and Angela and keeping up appearances. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It is, it is its own character in right? the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that one, too, we see a big moment happen between the two of them. Big and, moment. And, and, and we see their responses. And again, more of that body language, those quick glances, oh, the, yeah. the little smile you picked up on. Right. Was it right before yeah. or after it's, she it's slapped after, him? It's after she slaps him. she's walking off and so, oh, she so smiley. She just smirks, and and, you, and I, was, I just set it up. I'm like, God, they're so twisted. Yeah. <laughs> and it totally reminds me of uh, what was just an episode or two ago when, when Dwight finds the joint, and he's yelling at Angela to pretend that he's, uh, what's it, interrogating yeah. her, and she gives that little wry smile. Like, <laughs> yeah, right after he yells at her. Yeah. I'm definitely and a, a, a... She a, loves that authoritarian yeah, bent. Yeah. Like when he yelled at the kids on... Exactly. Uh-huh. Called yeah, him a exactly. Called take Jake her, a horrible her, little latchkey kid. Yes. Take your daughter to work day. And she loved that. And she loved that. See, um, yeah, those two are going places. Yeah. Angela and Dwight. Well, and you really see <laughs> An like asylum. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's where they should be going. Behind bars, maybe. No, don't take them away. They're too funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up in Gotham. <laughs> uh, that's where they want to end up. Right? At least Dwight does. <laughs> Man, we know, but they uh, they do tie up the. There's no big culmination with their their relationship, but it does it does kind of set them on a course for you now the next season. We see it moving, and that's the thing about this is you know knowing years from now that they are gonna their their story is going to get more involved too. Mm-hmm. Even though the writers very clearly are are positioning Jim and Pam as that central romance will they won't they storyline. They yeah. are definitely planting those seeds for Dwight and Angela. Right. They're definitely mm-hmm. building that up as as real and organic and unique. You know, very unique considering those two strange <laughs> ass personalities. Mm-hmm. But but it's uh, it's good to see. It is good to see. It is good to see. And I uh, I'm, I'm I'm not just them, but you've got uh, Phyllis and Bob Vance have their moments together they now do. that we know they're yeah. dating. They do. Yeah, Ryan and Kelly are both in the uh-huh. in the uh, audience together. She's looking at him, smiling, and he's still trying to look away. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> And then, of course, Michael and Jan and Carol, which 
built out of nothing. I mean, we, we, we saw Carol and Michael have their moment at the ice skating rink for Michael's mm-hmm. birthday. Yeah. Jan and Michael, of course, uh, it seemed like it was going to be a non-issue, but then there was that moment uh, in um, when he was in New York, mm-hmm. and he's defending uh, Jan when oh, he gets in trouble with David, Dahl, yeah. David Wallace. The last we saw her was in New York on Valentine's Wait, was that the last that we saw That was Valentine's Day, yeah. And she kissed him? Yeah, at the very end. Mm-hmm. And so. the, the, he like looks over at the camera, and she's like, Yep. Mm-hmm. Crap. So that that <laughs> seed gets planted. The Carol, but it hasn't progressed any further since then. No, nothing's happened between them two. So, it kind of, I kind of forgot how much how that had happened because it was several episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So and I kind of forgot there would be that kind of tension between them. And even in the way that's set up, where she first gets off the phone with him, goodbye, Michael. Like she doesn't want to hear from him. Yeah, yeah she's, she's all biz all the time, reminding him he's fourth out of her five branches, which we know later eighty <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, top eighty percent. She's basically threatening him with his job. Yeah, and all. And and, <laughs> and, and, it, and it seems like it's getting back into that downsizing conversation, which yes. we had mentioned last episode, but mm-hmm. we hadn't seen a ton of the downsizing talk for a while. Nope. But they've managed to bring that back again. And there, she's well, she's wanting to get Jim transferred before the downsize. Good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Because she's bitching at Michael. He's still mm-hmm. one of the low branches. Which he Scranton is. will pull itself, turn itself around. We'll, well find out later. It, it kick it up and becomes. Yeah, he really does. And yeah. I learned something again in this episode from watching it a million times. Emerald. When he says after that, he says Emerald. Yeah. And that apparently is a chef. You you didn't know Emerald I didn't Lagasse? Know. Oh. I don't know. I am so ignorant. Oh yeah, exactly. I didn't either. Emerald Lagasse yeah, was he, this he, Brooklyn. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of guy Hardcore like New York, chef. and he's a famous chef. Yeah, and he, and he would say show. things like "bam." And, yeah, and there's there's YouTube, and actually, I watched a little bit of it. It's hilarious. I need to watch more of it because they uh, they they set him to music while he does. <laughs> oh stuff. yeah, nice. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and he's seen. I mean, I've seen a little bit of stuff like you know morning show appearances and stuff he's done. And uh-huh. He seems like a pretty fun chef. You yeah, know? You, you appreciate that's sort of a thing that came up. Probably right around when the office was starting was that yeah. those popular chefs that were also personalities. It was know, from 06. That was when the video was from. So yeah. this is perfect timing. Yeah. Like year of and shit. Yeah. So, you know. Sorry for the little No, no, no. Well, and that's oh, where yeah. we got, um, uh, what's his name? Guy Fieri probably came up out of that wave of, of interest in chefs and TV chefs. Anthony Bourdain, rest yeah, in peace, peace, obviously probably came up around that time. Yeah. So, it, it was a stepping stone to that. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Wow, I really I know. don't watch food shows, Me apparently. Neither. I don't neither. watch a lot I, of them either. I, I don't either. Of uh, Gordon Ramsay, I think is Gordon the only Ramsay. one yeah, that I. Same kind I... of thing, yeah. That guy, guy, is that the one? Guy, the... the one looks like the guy from Smash Mouth, yeah. <sighs> <With the hair. laughs> I don't know anything about him. I just really dislike the way he looks. He's got a dopey look. And I refuse to like know anything about him. Yeah. You're <laughs> not miss- I don't think you're missing much. Okay, come yeah, at no, me. I, come I at think, me. I think you're fair. Yeah. Is that the guy who yells at people? No, that's that's Gordon Ramsay, yeah, that's Ramsay. Yeah, the okay. British guy. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he seems nice. <laughs> I'd like him to critique our podcast. Would be amazing uh, if you could send Gordon Ramsay an episode of the People Versus <laughs> Paper podcast. We'd love to hear what he thinks. Tell him to send an email to p four podcast at gmail dot com. That is not a real email address, but we would appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, still do it, still do it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got uh, and of course you know. Uh, getting to Casino Night is an adventure in itself. We've got the the discussion over what charity it's going to be for. Oh my uh, god! The, the the everyone in in the office having trying to figure out what the 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 aid to Afghanistan <laughs> charity is actually called. Afghanistan and Andes or Afghanis? I can't even. There's talk. nothing funny about AIDS. No. I know. I've tried. <laughs> I would have. I've tried. Yeah. I love watching this with comedians. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Little comedian jokes like or, the, the 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 Lincoln assassination just became funny. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are off the hook. I want to see the show. Like I need a bull in the head. Is let, that, yeah. <laughs> let them know what the loony bin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Finally, we can joke about the Lincoln assassination. I uh. No, the way that the show opened, and he's talking about doing the casino night in the warehouse, and he right out the gate, he's like, "And I know it's illegal, <laughs> but, but it's for charity." <laughs> like his idea, plaintive way to explain it. Like he sees like legality as just being permission, you know. Right. Like you, you can get a pass if it's for the right, right. reason, you know. <laughs> but but it's I, for charity. I, I was surprised that Jan never once like 
even try to dispute it with him. Like, good point. That's a good point. Well, it was the Scranton Business Park, I guess. Yeah, that's so true. So it was like, it wasn't just them. It was just something that they all put on. Like all the companies together, But I they guess. just happened to have it in Dunder Mifflin, yeah. I guess. In their, well, they got the warehouse. Well, I think that warehouse, warehouse... Yeah. Is that warehouse also the Maybe Vance Refrigeration a, yeah, Warehouse? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they all probably share the same warehouse, too. That's a good point, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Pretty sure you can't drink in a warehouse. <laughs> no. It's still... Well, and I love Toby's you reasoning. Have, you can't have Hooters. Though. But gambling itself is, yeah. he said, was illegal in the state. In the state, yeah. So, oh yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Jan may not have known because remember, Jan's in New York, true, so maybe she true. doesn't know those. She just assumes, oh, they, they've surely they've checked yeah. with their local. Yeah, I wouldn't know. have. Oh, really? You really thought she thought Jan, Michael Jan trusted? Yeah, no. <laughs> she knows dang well he didn't check crap. <laughs> she could have Hunter check. I don't know. <laughs> so. No. Well, she did try to shut down the uh, the Dundies. Yeah, and that's she true. She wouldn't pay for that. Yeah. So she does that precedence for being a killjoy. That's true. But as long as she can drive a couple hours. And for someone who Potentially is... have sex with Michael. Yeah, right. I just said that. Well, for someone who does have such a dour personality, so much of, of, of what we've seen with her, she put on that perfect smile all through casino night. Mm-hmm. Like remember, uh, we we when she shows up, she immediately snaps into the mode like, oh yeah, nope, nope, nothing wrong here. Mm-hmm. She put she has that caddy, but she's got the face on conversation she, with Carol. She's a mixed emotions oh. of of crazy. And even First leaving. In warehouse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What she did, good yeah. sport. Good, good sport. Uh huh. And even when she leaves, she's got that smile on until she turns the corner in front of the building, and then you just see it drop, and mm-hmm. she just gets that stone face, pissed off. Gets yep. in a car and throws her overnight bag in the back seat. Yeah. Looks at it with like such disgust as yeah. she tosses it away. Did this. Yeah. <laughs> she feels oh, dirty at that moment. And, and you know, because think about where this is coming from from her. Jan obviously doesn't have a ton of respect for Michael. Whatever attraction she has for him is is obviously not the whole story. We know how much he annoys her and stuff. It's wrongly placed. Yeah. So, it shouldn't be there. But so, so for her to essentially come up with the idea that, okay, it's, it's okay. I can spend a night with him. He's fine enough. And then she gets there and is rejected by him for this whole – because of this stupid Carol situation – what, how annoyed and just let down and, and let down in herself she must feel She's at like, that moment. I was actually going to do this. Yeah. And, but at the same time, you would think that she would be like, whew, this is a sign. Dodged like, a bullet, right? right? You would think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she sure should. <laughs> Didn't know. Well, that was her, that was part of her problem is she'll like, she'll like diagnose herself or talk about her like symptoms later on. Which she talks about the queen and the princess. Yeah, queen and, and the princess. And the I'm self- not there yet. So, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah. So, like, she has to get to that point to understand what she's doing yeah. is wrong. And this is all building to that. Building I'll building the, that. the self-analysis that she's going to have in, in a couple seasons. So. Yeah, why did I do that? And, and of course, I love, go ahead. And, of course, you know, Michael and Jan's story has much more to go. You know, we've got a lot yeah. more to see between the two of them. So, And, and that's a beautiful thing, too, is, is this really upsets the status quo in that area because we've had that Jan-Michael dynamic and, and it's more of a dynamic in his head than hers. But think yeah. about this as your first time seeing it. You're like, okay, so Jan's mm-hmm. leaving. Jan and Michael aren't a thing now. And Michael and this Carol that I barely know, she was the realtor, she was at the hockey game or, or the, the skating rink, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And so now what's going to happen there? Mm-hmm. So you've got a, not just the further Will they, won't they? Oh, no. Where are we? Jim kissed her. What's going to happen next that happens between the Jim and Pam storyline? But you've got this Michael storyline where you're like, wait, what? Now he's got a girlfriend? Oh, he, um, two queens. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. On casino two queens. Night. I'm going to drop a deuce. <laughs> On everybody. Yeah. Oh, the language. <laughs> and it's like you get it. That's another great example of Michael sort of understanding a concept. Right. You know? Trying to do a playing card metaphor, but no. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> well, it took only, what, 15 or 20 seconds to get in on this when he calls himself a philanderer? A ph- yeah, <laughs> that's the very thing. That's his first Michaelism, and it only took that long. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's for charity, so he's into the philandering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some, yeah, good Michaelisms. There's such good use of time in this episode. The writer's... It is Every... 28 minutes, by the way. Is it a little longer? It's the yeah. long, yeah. The, all the other mm. ones were 21, so I kind of noticed. Yeah, it was their first, quote-unquote, supersized episode. Okay, which we'll see a lot more of going forward, especially yeah. season four. And, and it's good. They had to because there's a lot of loose ends to yeah. you know, tie up. And there's so a lot of buildup right from the beginning of the episode between... Oh, yeah. Like, the episode starts with everything building up towards mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. big 
mo- finale oh. moment mm-hmm. as far as like just mm-hmm. the mind control with oh, the yeah. umbrella and oh, that yeah. wink. Yeah, just the, the wink. There you it, go. It starts there. Yeah, the chemistry is right there. So this yep. is what we have, they needed, ladies and gentlemen. They needed to make it longer. There had to be a lot of buildup for exactly. it. Exactly. And you're right. The, the, this episode, for the way it ends, they are building it up from the very first scene, mm-hmm. Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Look, yes. and they're getting along so good. Yeah. For we've seen some playful episodes. We've seen the ones where they're a little distant. Yeah. This one they are just connected all episode and long. Pam's mm-hmm. so giddy in her little mm-hmm. little cute dress. Yes, and, and just looking extra. Yeah. Um, extra well, cute. Which, I mean, when she's doing the talking about work and how like oh yeah, I'm really happy, you know. Yeah. yeah. He makes all yeah. the stress of planning my wedding mm-hmm. go away, and and they are they're having fun. They're watching the wedding band videos. They're the yeah. the Kevin. way they oh, yeah, oh god yeah fantastic. such a good Kevin episode. Not not just because of the band stuff, but the poker stuff. Oh, we <laughs> this is a, a good episode. Good. Yeah, I suck. Well, and I I love it because but he won in Vegas. Kevin, a, a lot of people give the show a hard time because of how Kevin is becomes very much a caricature of a dumb guy mm. later. And oh. in this episode, they build him up. Yeah, he's a little dopey, a little slow, but they show that he's mus- musical. Yeah, he, he can carry a beat. He mm-hmm. can sing in his own mm-hmm. slightly soprano Glad way they, or whatever yeah. <laughs> falsetto. I don't know what that is. But, I couldn't characterize it right now. And then he he, he lists off that poker competition, like yeah. he, you know, like yeah. he, he's clearly not bad. But then and 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 even the moment with the I suck. I mean, he's <laughs> he's defeated there. He's yeah. not dumb. You know, he just lost to Phyllis. Yeah, exactly. Who, who, who didn't, didn't even, even know care. she had yeah. what she had? Uh-huh. No, she didn't. Oh, oh, I don't care, Bobby. It's just fun to play. You know, <laughs> yeah. which really I think Phyllis gets uh, painted as catty a lot, but here she's really painted as sweet. You know, oh, she's, she's having she's, fun. She's just sweet and nice, and it, it's a, you see a lot of the well, good side of her. Well, she's her man out. Yeah, with her yeah. And... She's always with Bob Vance, right? Vance or, refrigeration. Or they're talking about Vance refrigeration when they show her, like, as he's donating the uh, refrigerator for the evening. Mm-hmm. Which I love the sign that I says love her this fridge. Smile they always show her with like the tongue out. Like, yeah, <laughs> I love the sign that says donated by Bob Vance Vance refrigeration. <laughs> He but. can't. He can't miss a, an opportunity. An opportunity. Absolutely. <laughs> Not like that. Yeah. <laughs> of all people, that yeah. guy. I'm surprised he didn't have ten signs. He was so. <laughs> that guy. Or ten refrigerators. I love how in just the few minutes he's been on screen, they've managed to show that this was some guy that like was he was in his office one day and he learned Dunder Mifflin's going to be recorded for a a, a, a documentary. <laughs> oh, I've got to get in on that. Yeah. You know? right. Y'all, so, we just earned a bunch of free advertisements. Uh-huh. For That's the funny. entire country. That's funny. <laughs> I want to see that outtake. Oh, yeah. If that if that exists. But yeah, we get great Bob Vance. We get great Phyllis Creed. Great Creed. The whole damn episode. Creed with his, his chips falling out of his shirt. Oh, that. And the soup kitchen yeah. in the beginning. Oh. The, the talking <laughs> yeah. about Delicious. stealing things. I just love to steal things. Oh, I, love I love that. to steal things. Mm-hmm. This is so good. So nonchalant the way he does it. And I he doesn't really... Character. Have we had a... We've only had maybe one or two talking heads with him. We, we've only been getting a taste of him at best. Yeah, like he'll get one two tops per yeah. episode like the one where he's talking to his friends in china mm-hmm. but he doesn't yeah this is probably the most we've learned about creed in one episode i was thinking actually on the on the episode where he almost gets fired he doesn't even have a talking head in that no he really at all. is because he was still he was such a fringe character yeah. like they hadn't done anything with him that, and devin but... essentially got equal screen time that episode and devin we never see him again yeah you know until new york in the outtakes yeah right yeah and the finale that's right. Um, and I have no idea what you are talking about. Well, you remember you remember when <laughs> Devin got fired earlier this season. That's oh, okay. where Creed talked about Halloween. Okay, okay. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because Creed yeah. Uh, Devin was dressed as a hobo. Yeah. And then later he'd become a hobo. Oh. Great moment from Toby. Uh, we we touched on it when he Toby's when, on fire this episode. When Michael yeah. talks about inviting the Boy Scouts and he's like, No, I don't think we should have because of our dangerous warehouse and gambling and hooters and alcohol and Do I need to keep going? <laughs> Is that not enough? <laughs> like I like the I hate everything. Yeah. Uh, I everything. why are you that way? Is it, I hate yeah. everything. Why are Is you the, the way you are? Is that the one with the yeah. I hate everything that you no, choose to be? I hate so be? much that you choose so much, to be. Yeah. <laughs> I hate so much about you. The way that Michael crafts those little insults is so brilliant. Oh. And the way he can just look furious and just control uh-huh. just anger. The dagger eyes. I love this. And, and he flips it on a switch so easily. <laughs> he's like, Toby, yeah, we're going to have the kids at the presentation. Yeah. And then he's like, why are you the way that you are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's just had it up to ear. <laughs> Even though, good call, oh. Toby. <laughs> right. Exactly. Toby. Exactly. Yeah. Man. I just don't think that would work. Uh, 
Um, so yeah, Angela got good oh. moments. Uh, we oh one one go other ahead, moment. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, his uh, his little because it's kind of interesting actually. Something I learned reading about this episode is the moment when after he beats Michael, he takes my all of Michael's money, yeah, all of his chips. Yes. Oh, I love that one. And how he's going to chase that feeling of. Yes. Taking money from Michael. Taking money. Well, apparently there was an unused subplot where they were going to make Toby like addicted to gambling or something. Or like a, oh, wow. he was going to have like oh. an addiction. Yeah, and that's one of those great things where, where – they never they never followed through with it. But I love that because it, it can work if they did that. If season three and beyond Toby becomes a gambler, we have that seed planted. But if not, it works as just a scene of the loser guy yeah. having a good yeah. moment and being like, I just yeah. want more of that. And the guy yeah. who's getting – beat on all the time from his boss or you know mm-hmm. not his boss but his colleague i guess yeah right yeah finally has this little moment like yeah and the way God. that poker scene plays out where michael seems to think that poker is just he you, thinks you, he's james bond you do something flashy and it just works <laughs> out like he thought he'd go all in and everyone would fold 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 and he'd win and that's he won the scene it's yeah. like poker, he's dressed like james bond poker is a game like people are playing with their own intent to mm-hmm. win like yeah. he seems to think that it's all just we're all together to, to create scenes where someone looks cool you know (laughs) it's another Uh, improv class when he does go all in and toby matches him he's like i went all in didn't you hear like he's like no you're supposed to quit after that yeah like you're ruining my scene i've yeah i've seen i know how the script plays out or something (laughs) or when even when he's um oh yeah when he's like when he like you really ruined that he just leaves what do you say when he's rolling what oh when he's rolling dice and he has both women blow on yep. choosy favorites, yes. and then it doesn't go well. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just like, oh, that's brilliant. He really like thought like <laughs> not playing favorites. He has no concept of how it's yeah, gambling it, works. It's like he thinks that gambling this is him trying to be a player. Is you walk up to the table, you throw the things, you win, and you are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't understand that there is the legitimate. <laughs> gambling yeah. portion of it it's so wild the thing that causes people to lose their homes yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> there's that aspect of it still uh, his eyes haven't been opened up to that yet oh, but man. Dwight knows what craps is yeah and in his own Dwighty way he describes it to Angela mm-hmm. before throwing an eight and and that that moment of, uh, yeah and the way she's just like well then roll an eight, eight. you know like, yes. just <laughs> that was weird. her way of blowing on the dice uh-huh. you know like Oh, yeah. Because she's good way like, to put it. good luck, Dwight. And, good luck, Dwight. <laughs> and man, when he rolls that eight, he grabs her and lays it on her. Mm-hmm. And then the slap. and Oh, oh such turn. a fun scene. I would... Smirk. And Phyllis is just standing there like. So she's the only one who sees yeah, it? Yeah. She's oh. the only one watching. And she's just like, or at least that you see in the in the screen. Yeah. Um, mm. And she's just staring like. What the hell just happened? Like the, her eyes, the look on her face is priceless. Well, and that's great too. Like she's noticing what's going on there, and that's going to build too. And we're going to see it's it, it's amazing how economical the use of, of of each scene is for what they do build up to, how they develop the characters. I feel like at least for the first four or five seasons, there's almost not a single wasted scene. Everything benefits or grows these characters in the in the same path, mm-hmm. and. It gets a little more looser as, it get, as we get later in the show, and, yeah. and hopefully a year or two from now, we'll all be sitting here talking about those season five, six, seven episodes where I can point stuff like that out. Yeah. But I feel like, especially in these early seasons, better than so many other shows, they just use every scene well, you know? Yeah. There's not a lot of crap. There you isn't. Know? It's and not filler stuff. It is. No. Exactly. And yeah. if you have enough char- yeah, if you have enough great characters, then it won't be filler mm-hmm. because you're still wanting to – you're still seeing so much – you're still learning some things about the, these side characters right. still. Yeah. And there's some quirks and, you know, we really learn how much Creed likes stealing things. That's just, right. exactly. That's just a little off – you know, it doesn't really have much – I mean, or, yeah, or it's like Casino Night, but in you yeah. know, the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It, no, no, yeah, but it, but it yeah. is developing him. It's developing him. Or even Kelly and Ryan, yeah. we get those little moments that are still painting the continuation of that storyline. Like, we know there's right. something there. We're not going to get into it this episode, but we'll have a couple of these things to remind you there's something there, there's something you know? There. Right. Um, yeah. The way that Kelly is, like, Ryan is so terrified of her. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when, as soon as Michael says, and new lovers, as soon as he says lovers, like, he knows that Kelly's about to look at him. Because, mm-hmm. like, he immediately is turning his head. And, of course, she looks at him, and he's looking away, and she's giving him that yeah. adoring uh, smile, you know, that yeah. she's, that cracks me up. I love that, that little that little hint of panic all because he knew that the word lover was said 
<laughs> he's like, she's going to think he's talking about us. Like, because everything is about them. So. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we'll give you guys a chance to uh, reach out to an old lover while we take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Don't Stand So Close to Me is a, an amazing song. And the fact that Scrantonicity would play that on their tape, I think, was a really good choice. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and I don't think Kevin does a very good Sting impression, but it was tolerable. I think it was serviceable. And I, I think I'm about to let you all down and tell you that I actually do not know that song. You don't know the song? You don't no. know the police? No police. No. Okay. Like, no police at all. Wow, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure I know some of them. Well, you know that I'll be watching you. Uh, the one that... that uh, that's like their biggest oh, yeah. one. Yeah. That's the one that Puffy, or Roxanne. That, Puffy that was the police. Yeah. Roxanne. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that one too. Yeah, see, I know some of them. I just yeah. didn't know that. Song. And you know wow. okay. And you know Sting, of okay. course. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Okay. I well, would have I would have personally gone with uh, everything she does is magic. Everything she does is magic. That, That's that, a good that one. That would have been my yep. preferred. But the, it was a good, you know. Yeah. You got to go with the hits, the real big hits, for if you're trying to impress Pam and what's into getting into her wedding. And what's great is the setup of finding out that Kevin's in Scrantonicity and that they're trying to do the, the music for the, the wedding is great, not only because we have that Jim and Pam moment where they're connecting, but later we've got Roy, hmm. first off, consoling Kevin for his yeah. poker loss by saying, no, no, come play the wedding, mm-hmm. but also revealing that he's not letting Pam in on that he wants Kevin to do it. Because no. he knows that Pam's going to tell him no. Well, he knows that Maybe, he knows. Yeah. Well, she's. Well, he he was supposed to do it. That was the thing. Like she, Pam tells that to Jim at the beginning. Like, oh, I got all these. Uh, Roy was supposed to pick the music, but I think he's focusing on the bachelor party. Yeah. So he's being pigheaded about that mm-hmm. and making her do it. And in the end, he just decides, oh, willy nilly, mm-hmm. oh, I want to do that. Yeah. When you know by watching Jim and Pam look at his audition tape. She doesn't want that band at all. Exactly. Because right? Jim's making a joke about, about like, telling her. Let's go talk her. to him. He's right like, now. let's go talk to him. Let's and go she, book him right now. And that's when she's grabbing him. And yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, and, and she can't stop playful. the giggling. Oh, God. Oh, God. That, that was, was part a... of what. That's what drove Jim over the edge in the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I know. Moments. Oh yeah. We'll, we, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll get to that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Roy, the way. The way he was so like, he's such a dick. Like he really is. He didn't want to do it, and then he yeah. just happens to be like, oh, yeah, I happen to see your tape. It wasn't mm-hmm. that he was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and find music. Yeah. It was, no, I stumbled upon it. You're right here. I want you to do it. Exactly. So, yeah. And then he's like, when he, when Kevin asked if yeah. Pam would be okay with that, yeah, good on you, Kevin. he doesn't even care. To He was like, He's almost a little insulted. Yeah, he's like, like, whatever, he's like whatever. I'm, I'm the one picking the music, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not even like a... Like they, it's not even a moment where it's like, okay, maybe Roy really does care more than you think. Mm-hmm. Moment or anything. like, no, right. it just right proves now. even further that he's he doesn't not care. the one. He he's not going to put the time into it. Yeah, he's not. He didn't even want to go well, to the freaking. He's thing. too comfortable, and he leaves yeah. early. And he leaves yeah. early, and he was and he was bitching at the start again about how they have to pay for their drinks, mm-hmm. just like he does mm-hmm. at the Dundies. And it's kind of a callback to the first episode yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And but she makes him go. she makes him go, and then he ends up finding the band for his party, like for his wedding, right. and, and then bails. Yep. And then bails. Like, and and of so course, beat. telling Jim as he goes, take or keep an eye on her, Halpert. You know, right? Playing off of that idea that he likes right. her because she's got someone to talk about, talk to at work, so she doesn't come home and she's all blah 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 blah. You know. Yeah. And and then great. Great uh, framing by uh, whoever directed this. I think it was Jim Quappies or one of the Ken guys. Quappis, Ken Quappis. Ken yeah. Quappis. Mm-hmm. Uh, framing Jim and Pam, or Roy in this truck in the middle, Jim and Pam, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. as in between both of them. And, 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 and you know, you, you mentioned that, and, and it is, it, we do need to talk about probably who is the most important two people in this episode, and that we'll is, of there. course, Dwight and Michael. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. so, Dwight and Michael have great moments in this episode really do i mean starting out with my one of my favorite scenes which is the one where daryl comes in to warn michael about doing this whole thing down in the warehouse and dwight suddenly walks in the room and and, and michael goes why are you even here to which dwight responds oh you said to come in here when daryl was here for protection <laughs> <laughs> like that there's something dwight could do yeah if daryl wanted to cause a problem well he is a purple belt yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and he was a former volunteer sheriff i don't know if he is anymore but... he gave that up yeah. He turned in his uh, stolen uh, uniform. Yeah, exactly. But really, uh, I, I really love that scene for also because Daryl gets to shine. I think. <laughs> I think this is a foreshadowing of how oh. much of more of a character Daryl's going to be in the like. They saw this guy was so good with Michael, mm-hmm. and they knew like, okay, we got to got to get this guy more involved. And I just love his back and forth, and 
you know, I just think we got it. Oh no, and creating uh, words, the words. fake phrases. Yeah, Dink and Flicka, Dink and Flicka, go and mock five, fleece it out. Yeah, fleece yeah. it out. That's my favorite. I like you know, fleece it out. You know, and then, and then, and on top of that, handshakes too. Yeah, <laughs> it's the claw like, yeah. with the with the halfway yeah. moon turn or something. The, yeah. <laughs> Which is so great too, because you know we we we've seen, of course, how Michael is. I don't know innocently racist you know he yeah. doesn't he, he means trying to mean oh. well but he very much has got these sort of outdated ideas outdated. sometimes i was just watching this with my folks right before we did this yeah not too long and when he said that and they'd never seen it before and when he said that line like oh now you now you understand or yeah and he's like and my mom kind of did this she wins she was like Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i'm like mom mom no wait he it's always does this. very cringy I'm moment i'm surprised you're gonna be scared of someone yeah. stealing yeah it's ironic yeah, it's that ironic. you would be yeah. afraid like because yeah. i'm from the hood yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just and he says Dink and Flicka, you know, like like now they're speaking hood or something. Oh, and Daryl's just so resigned, like Dink and Flicka. Yeah, yeah he, like, and then when he gets his like um little side, oh, what do you call it? His little monologue, his talking head. Oh yeah, talking head. Yes, Thank you. Yes. Oh, sorry, I. Uh, yeah, talking head. And he's just so proud of himself, <laughs> yeah. and that like he can't help but to encourage it. He's so proud of himself. Yeah, he is. Well, yeah. I just love that some of these characters have have gotten to the point because we're seeing we don't see him teach Michael all this stuff. We see the results of it. So just to suddenly go, oh, it's like peeling back the curtain. Oh, so they've sort of making yeah, they fun of a... him for his racism and his ignorance and stuff, and, uh-huh. and just sort of you know, you know what teasing you him. You should go. You should go up there and teach him some, or like maybe someone told him, or maybe they all just figured it out for themselves. Like Patrice O'Neill. Was yeah, like, get up there and tell him some stuff that that's you know right. Black people say, yeah. you know, like, he's not gonna know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do it now. Get on that. <laughs> and I love Dwight's reaction in the back. If you notice when they're doing it, yeah, he's just sort of like sitting there impressed or trying to like get into it. Like he's like one of the crew. <laughs> like like oh. he wants to be hard. He wants right to be there hard too. Just like, well, he, anything that might. Michael having a moment with anybody else, Dwight wants to be well, in on it. Oh, exactly. Well, those, so those two get really close. Well, when we episode. see them, you know, the same thing with with Dwight having to like run interference to try and watch for the two women showing up. He's a horrible wingman. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> I but, thought he did fantastic. I mean, I enjoyed watching him. It was the best. It was better than being a real good wingman. It's, and that's the classic joke <laughs> that's of what I want. of, of the, the the warning about someone comes after the person shows up. I mean, that even showed up in Thor three, where when um, Scourge comes running up to 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 Odin who's yes and to say that Thor's arrived it's like 10 minutes after Thor has landed you yeah know? <laughs> right and we get that here with him saying you know Remax is here no <laughs> word on Land Jevonson yeah no good code names right which uh when that just reminds me of when Michael's on the phone inviting them and Pam is patching them through <laughs> yes. oh and, oh, and give, she was like, I sometimes give him a wait practice until run. he practice says run. something. I'm so glad you mentioned that. I consider it a practice. Yeah, he normally on, does better. Second take, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real estate he, is real good. Um, and then he, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, Jane Levinstein, I presume. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he really does. Like It's like he says it, and then she's like, still me, and then puts him through. And then he was like, hey, how's it going? And he's completely (laughs) normal. Does it twice perfectly. Yeah. And so you just have to be like, kudos, Pam. Like, well done. She takes such good care of him. Exactly. No. Like, was this for, was this, was I wrong? I was, was that the first time we've sort of seen her help him out? No. Because think about like we had, maybe this is one of the most like, clearly helpful ones? but we've seen him her having his back before that's true that's e- even true. when it was last episode with the um I'm failing to remember win win and she goes win that's true <laughs> you know yes. like yes. helping him remember his little bullshit from a minute ago that's you know? true yeah and she i mean she's been helpful with dwight too yeah she's so she's, she's, she's just nice. so, yeah, yeah she's a sweet well girl. and she's quick on her feet we saw that in the beginning with the the mind control oh. and dwight sets him up to like, move the coat rack and she's got her umbrella ready to go to move it for him right you know there. So that right was there. that was so smooth because she's mm-hmm. because you know like it's not like Jim and her can be like hey this comes up because Dwight picked the object yeah this is just strictly Pam being like it's being quick I got you exactly I got you. She was, and, and that she was flash quick on that one yeah and Roy is standing right <laughs> there uh huh but you notice that she winks at Jim where Dwight can't see uh, but it is right there where Roy, Roy can can't see, see. uh huh and I'm surprised that that was never um like. He didn't, at him? he didn't even like <laughs> give a notice? little like look or anything. The I, best I, I was surprised because I was like, nah, that wink was 
if there's an in-story reason, the only thing I could come up with would be that he is, like you said before, comfortable. He may have not even noticed. He, he may have not even thought to look. Yeah, you know what? He probably wasn't even paying any attention to what Pam was doing because he really doesn't pay exactly. much attention. The most um, lively you ever see him is when he's interacting with somebody else. It is never with Oh, him. yeah, yeah. Energetic oh, well, with Roy? Kevin, yeah, oh, getting yeah. along with the warehouse guys. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Well, because Pam to him is just like yeah, the, it's most... the wedding and work. And yeah. like, or like yeah, hearing her talk, like, mm-hmm. um, you know. She, he just, he, like we said before, he just doesn't care about her. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's tough. And, but of course, that scene, comfortable. that scene between Jim and Pam, uh, and then the scene where they're choosing the bands and they see Scrantonicity, the scene where they're playing poker that. and he loses to her. And she is just, oh man, I think that is what he, like, he could not take it anymore. Oh, yeah. She, oh, that's was, she looks amazing. She, she's smiling. She's being playful. They're staring at each she's other in the eyes. She's not even just being playful. No. She's being straight up, like, playful. Yeah, like, <laughs> she playful is, she's playful. playing it down. Like, yeah. I, or she's laying it down on him, like, hard. And, uh, and after well, Roy. Well, he's just going broke because he's also, he's, the whole Stanford transfer is kind of, I didn't realize I was getting my timing right. Like it seemed like he'd already set sail. Like he was, he had already decided to go. No, he's much. still a little bit on the, he's on the fence. Yeah. But I mean, he does tell this was like Jan. his hail. This was his hail Mary. Jan. Yeah, yeah, he does. And cause Jan's being like, Hey, well, you need to tell somebody. Yeah, so he mm-hmm. was like, but you know, this was what was stopping him before he did. He exactly. Like, this has to happen first. Right. And he tells the crew, why Why did I go interview in, Scr- in Stanford? Yeah. I have no future here. Yeah. And yeah. it contrasts with what we were talking about earlier with Pam and how she's talking about how sh- happy she is mm-hmm. and she's getting along with everyone at work. Yep. And then the very next scene you see is Jim. It's like, why did I ask for a transfer? Yeah. So it just, it's the duality you, where they're both at. Yeah. And when he says there's no future for me here, you don't get the impression he means work. Like, oh yeah, uh, you know, you know no, what he's no. like. Yeah, they're getting I married. I don't have a chance. Like, it's, I have no chance. Like yeah. that, my time is up. She, the wedding's happening. Pam, yeah. Shouldn't Pam's, he be going to Australia by now? Right. Yeah. For, mm-hmm. To walk the path. To, yeah. Oh no, to see Dwight while he's walking the path to Mordor. That's right. <laughs> no, but the uh, yeah, her life is ramping up, and she's celebrating and excited and fun. Mm-hmm. And he's in those scenes with her. He's having fun with her, but he's at the end of his rope. Yeah, he he's is done. He looks. Oh man. He's, he After. looks so happy across the table from her oh, when the they're table. like yeah. mm-hmm. the way that he cannot stop looking yeah. at her. Yeah. Like even while other people are talking like to him about the game and stuff, yeah. he's just his his eyes are locked on her, I, and so are hers. And it is and, oh, it's so intense. It gets like goosebumps. And, and they both looked great. They they were yeah. dressed nice. Yeah, they they, they looked good. She was she looked beautiful and not flashy red carpet, but definitely like. You know, because we've seen she them just tried. yeah, she dressing she, up. She exactly. Put, put a she, cute dress on. She mm-hmm. had some makeup on. It wasn't that sort of like, not not frumpy or anything, but just at yeah. work makeup that we see well, Pam in. Pam is not a. She's not um. She doesn't. Yeah, an she, over the top girl. She's exactly. Not a, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's part of the character. They told Jenna Fisher to look as plain as you can, and that's your character. And, and it makes that scene at the casino pop that much more. Oh, when she you know? when Pam curls her hair. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh yeah, God. she's knockout beautiful. Oh, when woman, she, of course. yeah, when she's. You know, when she takes it down and she's showing Kelly, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, Mike, Mike like yeah. I want her to I, have a town every Michael's episode. like, "Oh, you should always wear your hair like that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and, and, uh, and then oh, and then it's been four. That playfulness over the poker table right after outside, right after Roy's truck pulls off and Jim starts trying to talk to her, she immediately goes back into that playful mode. Oh, you wanna yeah. you wanna give me more of your money? Because we can go yeah. outside and do that yeah. right now. You know, like it's mm-hmm. yeah, they're she, in way different universes exactly and he's like he's already feeling defeated about what he's about to say yeah because he doesn't know how it he's yeah uh, oh, yeah i don't even know how to articulate what i want to say about it and i think that's Words one thing on that one that the, i think as we get into what is the pivotal scene of the episode i i, I think we can all admit we're not going to be able to capture everything we want to right and i know the the listeners are going to be like oh what about this what about that because this is just there's so much there's, that happens. There's so much so in this episode that does happen. Yeah. And that's, it's And in these daunting. final two minutes, yeah. so much that happens from the body language of the way he's about to say what he says to her, what he says, the, the, the way they're standing, the facial expressions, the pain in his uh, face, the, the realization in, face. in hers. Yeah. He There's a few tears. Oh, yeah, yeah. He sheds that yeah, one there. very clear tear on the left side, and yeah. the camera catches it in the light. Even before that tear, uh-huh. like, the, mm-hmm. the, you can, like, oh, the pain that you see on his face before the tear ever comes out. 
is probably one of the most heartbreaking faces mm-hmm. I have ever yeah. looked at on a yeah. show. Like that was yeah. insane. The intensity think, was too, and he's just don't, don't. No. The line that the line that always gets me is, um, I had to tell you, you know, just once. Yeah. Just once. That's the mm-hmm. one. That's the one that's like, oh man. Yeah. yeah. And then his frustration and and the way that he can't even quite deal with what's happening next when she says i still want to be friends and he starts with that don't don't i don't want that he's been trying that for four years exactly he's at the end of his rope yeah yeah and he he he, he's he He threw it all out there i don't want that Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i want it more and that's the more that's the terrifying Mm -hmm. thing with such a good friend that that made it even more difficult to tell her how he felt because he knew that he could be sacrificing this friendship. Yeah. Because ge- generally, if you look at the comments in the Facebook section on this scene, <laughs> people are like, yep, it happened to me and it didn't work out. Yeah. And, and we couldn't be friends. And oh, sometimes, man. and so, you know, that's why he had to remove himself physically too because he knew it probably wasn't going to be, and he didn't want to come back. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Right. But it, it just made it that, that's the only way he could do it, because otherwise he would have probably just quit. But I yeah. mean, it wasn't transferring. Her emotion over it, because mm-hmm. you see mm-hmm. how she looks at him oh, yeah. all the time, oh. and how I feel sorry for her. Smiling. Honestly, yeah, oh, sure. she's the one that Absolutely. she's the one that I feel because yeah. I feel heartbroken oh, yeah. for her because she does want this, yeah. but she's a good person. Yeah. But she's just and like, yeah. she's not going to undo what she already has. Yeah, and. Well, and even we, though she, she has some feelings there anyway, she wants her cake not, and wants to ha- eat it too. Like, she, because maybe so, she yeah. still, she likes the affection and the banter and stuff with them, and so she wants to keep him as a friend because she's too scared yeah, to without, yeah. actually do what she knows. Like you can tell, um, on her face that she, that she does want it because she's not hiding it well. I mean, at first when she's like, "Why are you doing this? Yeah, why are you doing this?" That that reaction was very very natural like she really seemed like like yeah. i know that we both know this but why, why are, are you, you doing saying it? It? Yeah. why are, are you, you making us this? deal with this yeah because it's almost like she knows it sort of confirms what's you're been happening me before. going to, you're making me have to choose yeah. by saying this like why are you doing this to me and she knows right that she's planning a wedding with this guy like there's not going to be a, i'm leaving him tonight and going with you yeah. that that yeah. even she you know can't. you talk about the facebook comments i'm sure that happens less than one percent you know that stuff most people don't do that they don't throw their whole world in upheaval for this sort of thing so she really is saying why are you forcing us to have to confront this now when it will only end badly yeah you know and then that too in the office when she's on the phone we've got her talking to someone maybe a family it's her mom is it her mom mom. okay so yeah because she says mom doesn't she yeah she's like she come from and there's and there's that scene where she says yeah i think i do and you and know, yeah. right there, that her she, mom's like, "You love him too." Exactly. Yeah. So it's we know how much she's struggling with this. Yeah. You know, is. we know how much she would want this to, yeah. but because of the scenario she's in, and and she's so committed to it mm-hmm. that she is willing to, you know, just do what she thinks is right. But the fact that she immediately went and called her mom—that is—that's me. Mm-hmm. I call my mom for everything, and it was. That is a conversation I have had with my mother being like, I don't know what to do about this person because I do Mm -hmm. care very much, but Mm -hmm. I'm in a different situation and I don't know Mm -hmm. how to handle this. And so it was, it's it's so real. I mean, Mm -hmm. and like, like you say, you don't hear the other side of the phone. You just hear her responses and Mm -hmm. she's like, I mm-hmm. love working with him. He makes me laugh mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and he's so, my best friend. He's, he's my best friend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the I think I do. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. right as he walks in. And yeah. so you know, like, he heard that. He had to have heard her say that. Yeah. And he has to know. And I think that gave him even more momentum to just oh. not even hesitate mm-hmm. and just go for it. Because he good... came back in for her. And all he needed to hear was that. And then he went all in. Yeah. To point. And, and that kiss... She's in it too for a second. You see her put her arms up around uh-huh. him she is. before she has to make the decision. And, and of course, we never find out what happens afterwards. But we see her embrace it before she pulls away with that, that natural, it, this has to stop. you yeah. know. And then we're going to find out here in mm-hmm. season three, what did it oh, have to stop? I know. Where's it going to go next? I actually did see that. <laughs> yeah. You did see that, <laughs> yes, right? Because yes. they go right back until to, that moment. Yeah. And she said, I, I wanted to do that for and, so long. And she's like, me too. Or... Mm-hmm. <gasps> I don't remember Something exactly like what that, the yeah. line is, but you're, she's like, yeah, me too. And you're like, I want to be like, 
bitch, you just told him in the parking lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And I mean, and that's such a, a real thing because we know how feelings can, can feelings that are, we're holding on to can come out in those physical acts like that. So, and, and plenty of people have tried that. They've, they've stolen that kiss, hoping that it would be that the spark that ignites it. Mm-hmm. And maybe it is a spark and maybe the two people, the kiss connects, but unfortunately it doesn't change the rest of the world. And that's yeah. where she's at. So, no. but there's reality it, out there. It was a great kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, like the fact it's not just, it didn't, he didn't like, he left like he left her in the parking lot and mm. was like man like he yeah. was extremely distraught yeah she went immediately into the office and called her mom mm-hmm. he could not have been it didn't take him very long to be like nope not like i'm not leaving it like this yeah. like it's this is it's not <laughs> true i refuse to believe that that's true One i more time. know what we have yeah. and this is not yeah i'm not getting friend zoned again if, if this is the <laughs> night that i'm going to to f- make this the thing and we're going to find this out and put this to bed once and for all then i'm going to go all in mm-hmm. he went all so, in you know we talk about casino night he finally oh, just pushed did, all oh, those chips in and yes, said yeah. i'm just going to yeah, plant yeah, one on her for, and see if it works yeah the obvious everybody gambles right? in this episode yeah yeah they especially really do especially jim yeah jim makes the man. biggest gamble at the I end i don't yeah. know man dwight was pretty risky with that kiss on it <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like he could that's have true. died yeah, like that's true. she would have. jan would yeah. or excuse me uh, yeah. jan, uh yeah. pam yeah. would not physically hurt jim angela would hurt dwight yeah i'm surprised all he got was a slap yeah right maybe a kick in the shins too. I don't know. That slap really turned him on. Did you see his eyes wide after that? Oh, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's never, my girl. <laughs> he, he never felt more alive. Yeah. yeah. He didn't even flinch at it. He was just like, yeah. When those two hook up, you know, there's got to be some hair pulling and, oh and, and maybe some Indian burns. I don't know, but <laughs> Indian <laughs> burns. They're definitely physical. I bet. There's, oh god. Yeah. There's some uh, what BDSM going on there. Yeah. It probably. Like a very um like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like the yeah. Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie movie, uh, the yeah, fight scene all, in yes, the kitchen yes. where they're shooting and blowing uh-huh. everything. Some people really get off on a good back and forth, whether yeah. it's lethal oh, or yeah. not. Oh, sure. I have a feeling that or they, semi-lethal. Yeah, they're yeah. the awkward Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> like, they are awkward, that's for sure. Right. Before, I, before I forget, I'm sorry. I'm no, no, no. I'm the, I had a hypothetical watching this for like somebody who's watching it the first time because I can't remember what I thought. Yeah. When, when Jim goes to her and says, hey, could I talk to you about something? So remember that he's just talked to Jan about transferring. Yeah. So did you know, uh, Lacey, that he was going to tell Pam he that he that he was in love with her? I, what did I, you think he was going to tell her? I thought he was going to tell her. Okay. Yeah. I was like, um, yeah. Well, because when he yeah. said he hadn't told anyone that he was leaving, and right. she said you should. Right. And then he stopped Pam after their mm. intense moment. I was like, nah, yeah. he's going to he's make going sure. All in. That there's not something there. It's time to talk about it. Because right. he's not going to say that he's leaving until <laughs> that he knows that he has no chance with her. Yeah. I am not going to Stamford, Connecticut <laughs> until I know for sure. Yeah. 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 And yeah. the fact that we had that scene with, with Jan and, and Jim before, though, where she mentions, talks about the transfer, and then they have that little back and forth with the, why did I make out with Michael? Yeah, why did you? <laughs> you know, That's the most casual we've seen the two of them, which was not just too. that. that, that Those two could possibly have chemistry if they really tried. Yeah, I I agree. Like they not maybe not a relationship, romantic, uh, romantically involved, but I think they could actually like they seem like they are friends. Like yeah, it's the only time that you see an interaction with Jan that seems effortless. Yeah, everybody else is always like on edge around her and tense, and she's the same way towards them. Yeah, and it's not that way for Jim and her. It's very just cool. Like Mm -hmm. like they're friends. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah, she offers him a smoke, you know, like yeah. she's yeah. sort of just decompressing. And obviously they they talk um, already because she's asking him about, you know, she's talked to him about a transfer and everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Well, so, and he's always done good about talking to other employees, even bosses. Later on, we'll see him talking with David Wallace and it's very casual. They're playing basketball outside Wallace's house that one night in yeah. season three I mean, or four. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's Jim for you, though. Yeah. Jim is that guy who it doesn't matter who you are unless you're Dwight. Right. But uh, <laughs> he will just... You will be engaged by him, and you can't help but to be relaxed about him. Agreed. But uh, Jan is the complete opposite, and yeah. so to see her be so relaxed and casual, and like straight up say, "Why did I hook up with yeah. Michael?" Like she, she's talking like like they're friends, mm-hmm. not as a boss. And it was no. nice to see her not being 
the boss. She yeah, was right. just yeah, it was chatting it, with another person. Really, yeah. uh, Melora Hardin has really shined in every every episode she's been in. But this is probably the most well rounded we've seen her play the character. Definitely, it's great. It's so. a good turn for the character. Yeah, to see another kind of side of her. Mm-hmm. It humanizes her a little. Definitely bit. humanizes her and yeah. gives and gives Jim a chance to, you know, help oh. her. You know. Oh, when uh, they're asking her where she's going to stay. Are you staying at the hotel? At this hotel? At this hotel? At this hotel? Are you staying at Michael's? You're staying at Michael's? And she's just like, and you see it on her face. Zoom in. That's the moment that you, like, that's when you realize, yeah, no, she did come with the intent Mm -hmm. of being with Michael. Yeah, she doesn't have a hotel because she thought she was crashing at his place. See, that's adding insult to injury, too, on top of it. Because she gets cornered into by practical Dwight yeah into you know she she just got caught off guard yeah and then she, into it, it, she doesn't say it out loud but to acknowledge no, it to herself but, but she know? looks at Michael though she glances at him yeah and uh, she doesn't have a very happy <laughs> look on her face no. it lets you know no. and then at Which the end again. when she throws her bag like you see her get in her car and pick up the bag and well because she essentially settled and then got turned down by the one she was settling for I mean it's it's a tough night yeah <laughs> It's a it's a weird night for her. And uh, even Carol, uh, Carol, Carol, yep. is on her. She's like, oh, two hours. That's a, you know, mm-hmm. yep. it's a long drive. She's yeah. Like, well, it's part of the job. So they're they're both yeah. picking at each other a little bit, which is so funny because they are they're not fighting over Michael, but they're definitely like catty over Michael. Oh, they're you know? they're very I've, very subtly catty, but catty nonetheless. Yeah. And for Carol to still call it a date, she just could have been like, oh no no, we're just friends. I oh, just yeah. came for a drink. I'm his realtor. He needed yeah. to sign papers. He said, um, you know, invited me to stay. But Carol, she could have got out of that. No, she was like, oh, yeah. this is our first day. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, they say that too that people are more attractive when when they when it seems like others are attracted mm-hmm. in them. Sure. So maybe Michael almost made each of them like him a little bit more by having someone else who likes him there. You Whereas know? if the other one hadn't been there, they probably would have been really annoyed yeah, or been like, right. this is weird. And, yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. Uh, it, he <laughs> wouldn't have been like, <laughs> if luck weren't involved, I would always be winning. Exactly. <laughs> oh, just and, and just as she walks uh-huh. in. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Oh. So, Brian, you got some trivia for us about Casino Night tonight? Well, I can't imagine not having trivia for this episode because there's just so much to ask about. So, All right. um, well, we'll just shout out a, if we know supersized. Yeah, so I'll just shout out, yeah, shout out if you know the answer or whatever it is. So, um so question number 1. So, hypothetically, what is Michael to Jan's Eva Perone? Oh, Cesar Chavez. You got it. Yeah. yeah, which are they is there a connection between those two people in real life? I don't know. I know, I don't know. No, one Pro- was in Argentina, Ava the other Pro- one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. she was like way that was who Madonna further, played in yeah. Evita. Right, right, further back in history. And Cesar Chavez was in, in the. He was in California. He was Mexican. Okay, and okay. he was part of, like part of the um, uh, like Brown Power movement. Okay, labor. I see. Civil rights. Gotcha. Another form of civil rights. Basically. Okay, excellent. So yeah, no, there's no no. <laughs> but yeah, no, they no, are. That's just... why. That's why you get Jan's like. <laughs> yeah. just... little, oh, you're so on. ridiculous. <laughs> okay, number two. So this is probably my di- most difficult. Name one of the two six stated reasons that they don't want kids in the warehouse. Alcohol, gambling. (laughs) Hooters. Hooters. A dangerous warehouse. It's a dangerous warehouse. And? What? Uh, Anyone know? Is there a fire hazard? No. What's the last one? It's a school night. Oh, yeah. It was a school (laughs) night. That's right. I do. (laughs) Keep going. I'm going to go on further. I wonder what his other Which also were. means it's a work night, so don't they have to have like all yeah. of that cleaned up yeah. in the warehouse? Right. True. <laughs> They're like, isn't yeah. that should, shouldn't that be a reason why you shouldn't yeah. be doing it yeah. to begin with? Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't put that on a Friday night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's not really that's not helping Friday out I or whatever that the next Dwight day even is. showed up to work already oh, right. in the tux. Yeah, like, the he, like he wasn't planning on going home in between. Everybody else was in their regular clothes. He shows up in the tux. Uh, Family heirloom. That his grandfather was buried in. So yes. <laughs> glad we remembered that one. Logistics questions. <laughs> and I love I love Jim Jim's Jim and face. Pam's Jim and Pam. I've always looked looked at Jim, but Pam does the same thing. They're just both stone faced. I was like what dumbfounded. The, he was buried in it. <laughs> Sounds right. Can't just put that together. Oh, it's so great. <sighs> Sorry. No, it's all good. No, no, no. <laughs> Further conversation uh, is always awesome. Uh, number three. Um, what? Uh, wait a minute. Oh yeah. What serious subject just became uh, okay to joke about? AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> no. 
Oh, no, 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 no. The, no, no, the, no, the Lincoln assassination, oh. of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, oh, did, did we say when she asked, when, when, when Jan asked Michael what the charity is for, and he just says, says AIDS. just so serious. And he's, of okay, course, then. he's processing what's what's happening between yeah. Jan and Carol. He's got crisscross, like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, wiring in his head. Like, too much is happening at once. He can't process just it. Just answer your question. Exactly. Yes. And he's like, what? <laughs> we have the charity for AIDS. And I, I, I love Carol's yes. Yes. I would love to come. Yes. You know? Like, it's very... De- she's like, so sweet. She is sweet. No problemo. Poor, Nancy, poor Nancy Walls. Also, at the same time... There was a glare on her nose during one of the scenes, and it drove me insane. Really? Oh, yep. okay. Got it. Really? Which one? Or, um, uh, when her and um, Jane are at talking, the bar. And oh, yeah, drink, yeah. There's a big glare on her nose. It and was like, like the brighter. Yeah. You should have. Should have powdered her yep. a little more. Oh, and at the midway point in the trivia, I must mm-hmm. say, um, massive, massive props to uh, our own Steve Carell for writing this episode. He wrote this one. Oh, did he? Nice. He wrote this nice. episode. That's this awesome. is the first, and this is the first one he wrote. So Very he cool. totally pitched the idea like middle of the season. Okay. And hmm. yeah, I thought that was. This is the first one he wrote. This is the first one he wrote. Well done. And he, it is one of my. It is like the my absolute favorite. There you yeah. go. Yeah. He writes. I like his version of Michael. Yeah. I really love Michael in this episode, honestly, because he doesn't. He's not. He's just a good balance. Yeah. Of cheeriness and you know spite toward Toby mm-hmm. and 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 <laughs> stupid stuff he says and it's all just working. He knows his character <laughs> so, so well. Exactly. I gotta give. Yeah. I gotta so say. Much yeah, no one can write be. him better than himself, probably at this point. Right. Yeah. And I actually was gonna look it up. I don't know what other episodes he wrote. I need to see that. Check it out. Yeah. Cool. Check that out. Okay. Back to trivia. Um, uh, how many hours did Jan drive from New York to Scranton? Two and a half. You got mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah. You got that right. She was Two and a half. They say it like three times. Yep. And then, <laughs> uh, they want you to know. I drove two and a half hours, and I'm getting jack shit. <laughs> hey, you know, Jim's going home alone, too. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have a new Jim. twist to they the plot. They both look good, too. <laughs> huh? They're both attractive people. They both think... meet up on a bar at a bar mm-hmm. on the way home. Who yeah. knows how the series could have gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm not convinced it didn't happen. I'm going to start my own fan fiction. Exactly. So. You know what? Yeah. Every time I see... um. Roy and Angela together, I just automatically think, because there's actually one shot of them when Michael's going around talking about new lovers, you know, Vinja new, and they show yeah, Roy Angela's and Angela right together. To He's right next to him. They're oh. just in the shot alone. And I've, I've always thought those two would totally hook up. Oh, yeah. Also, I liked her hair in that. Yeah. Angela? Yeah. Angela looked yeah. nice today. She looked very pretty at yeah. the thing. Yeah, she did. They worked it out. Yeah. Um, and her and Dwight actually look really good standing they next good to together. each other. Yeah. They really, yeah. like, they really did for a, until you know they open their mouths, they look like a power couple. Yeah, and a nice normal couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah normal. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What you got next? Uh, next, so uh, number five. Um, where did Billy meet his girlfriend? At Chili's. Chili's. Yeah, mm-hmm. She's, She's his waitress. Not his nurse. Yeah. They had to bring Chili's back oh. in at the yep. end of the episode. Oh, of Just course. one more. Um, one more Chili's. Get the ho- and the Hooters too. Oh. Yeah. Hooters. <laughs> Catered by Hooters. I love this. He's so. Prim and proper, talking about hooters. He just he thinks if you say something fancy, it is fancy. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how, and, and then uh, Carol goes back, wine, or drink is fine. Drink is fine. Yeah. yeah. Is, You're not can feeling... I get you something to drink? Oh, I don't know. The food's from Hooters. Drink, a drink, drink is fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was also a great, a great little mm-hmm. line. Oh, was... there's so many good ones. Um, okay, number six. Uh, oh, what was the number D- Dwight had to roll on crap? On crap? Thank Eight, you. Yeah. All right. Close this All out. Right, close that. One more. One more. So, easy one. Who was the top chip winner by the end of the night? Creed. Even after shaking some out of his sleeve. <laughs> he yeah, was he that didn't far... even let him count them all. He was no. that far ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had to end it on Creed. Never had a, a fridge before. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Also, um, <laughs> lightest fridge in the world. That thing oh, was like oh, as light yeah. as a microwave yeah. because oh, yeah. he just walks <laughs> over and picks Whoop. it up and mm-hmm. walks away. Thank Bob Vance. He really went all in on this one. Yeah. yeah. He's okay. like, I'm going to give him a Your legit. fridge costs like a solid this 50 is, bucks. This is, the, <laughs> this is the starter. But we got more in the back. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right. yeah. Upgrade for just three ninety nine. Right. That's That sounds like a Vance refrigeration move. God, yeah. that was smaller than the thing we had in college. He was, yeah. It, it, was, was, it was like half, it was half of that. Mm-hmm. It really was just like a slightly, like a good-sized microwave. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was small. Yeah. And it was and a, if it's got it was a all micro of, fridge. Because, you know, you have to, it's real thick with the lining and all the things they have in it to keep it cool. So the actual size of what the it fits in there would be like a frozen pizza. Yeah. 
All like, right. I can have one frozen You'd pizza. You can hold like one six pack. And like, know. you know, I might get a popsicle or something. <laughs> like, it's good for that diet I want to go on. I guess yeah, it's a less, food, less food in there. So. Oh, man. Well, uh, all right. This, this episode, dude. Final <laughs> thoughts. Lacey, what else? Anything else you want to say about the episode? It made me laugh. It made me cry. It does. It was an that. emotional roller coaster, and I loved every second of it. It really is. And we all mm-hmm. talked about how we all, in rewatching, got emotional at one point or another. And it really does that. It, it, yeah. it, it does such a good job mm-hmm. of getting the emotions out of us. Just the perfect all around episode. Yeah. It, I, it ties up, it ties up storylines. It's funny. It's never lags at all. Yeah. It just kind of it's sort of sort of like the perfect office episode in a way. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing wrong with it. Yeah, we get great moments from all the characters. Yeah. We get you, you find after what is it? 26 episodes? Yeah, 20 27 before 27, this. 27. Yeah. Jim and Pam are fine, you know, it only took 27 episodes. Yeah. They're finally it's all they're all in. It's finally out on the table. So we're out on the table. And it raises the question cuz you have those people who are like, "Well, what can they do next?" Mm-hmm. And it really challenged the writers to come up with a twist that's going to keep this thing going for a while and and yeah. they really, you they know, managed to. they do a, okay, a well, hell of a job. Me. We won't. They managed. Yep. <laughs> we I won't tell you anything else. You'll come back to talk though, won't you? I will do. Excellent. Uh, Please do. And uh, we want to thank everyone for listening uh, to us as we close out season two. We've still got a few more episodes before we take another break, so we're going to get started with season three real soon. And Lacey, we'll have you back on once we get into that yeah. season. And Michael Zampino can suck it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Which, you know. Shots fired. I can't say that on. We can edit that out, right? Like, I don't. Uh, <laughs> maybe. We'll, we'll take that to committee. Please um, tell me he's not the one doing the editing. <laughs> he is not. He's not. But you, can, you can feel better knowing that. Well, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Thank you, Rob. It was a pleasure again. Brian, it's been two kick-ass seasons. You ready to uh, come back next week and do season three? Ready to go into the great wide open. All right. Well, on behalf of our guest, Lacey Hunt, my co-host, Brian Sittler, my name is Hilton Price. We want to thank you guys for uh, spending these past 28 episodes with us here on the People Persons Paper Podcast. We are going strong, and we will be back next week when we're learning about our coworkers.